Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the mustachiest. I was hoping you go I there. I, I think I did that last week. Um, <laughs> greasiest. Mm-hmm. Um, beignetist. Ooh, good one. <laughs> yes. A luxurious robiest um, <laughs> recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. And um, we are on week, <laughs> what I wrote in my notes was week whatever, six, blah. <laughs> We're on week six, but like really kind of like week two. And it's all confusing. Yeah. Everything hurts. Makes sense. Up is down. It, up is down. Nothing makes sense, but at least we have Tasha, and it still continues into this week that the guys are all like, "Aren't you so glad we have Tasha? Oh my god! Oh, I'm so happy. Ugh, it's, it's so much better. It is so much better, and she seems to be very thoughtful about the whole process too, which I I really appreciate. Like she seems to have taken into consideration that the whole show has basically been thrown off the rails and that these guys were feeling a little weird coming out of it. And yeah, she's just been an absolute joy on screen. Tasha is the best. She's lovely. But before we get into this episode, I wanted, okay, so I don't know. I thought I hadn't heard. We, we shared some news um, with each other off the podcast um, one piece of news is very old news, and for some reason it escaped me, but I guess there's a piece of new news in there too. Mm. And I and maybe I heard that they separated, but I didn't know that they had like like that divorce papers had happened. Yeah. But and and then I like miss I forgot which one had the C and which one had the K in Crystal and Chris. But they're like they separated in like February, right? So it was before mm-hmm. the pandemic. And then they were they were separated through that whole thing. And then there were divorce papers. And it sounds like Chris did not want it. No, did not seem he he he, he seems a little broken up about it still. Still. And um, cause like then Crystal is pregnant and Chris had I I swear, and maybe I hallucinated this, but I think Chris had posted something like yeah, this just kind of like reiterates like the pain that I'm feeling. And I was like, oh, um, so that's hard and sucky. Um, but they were also in their respective seasons kind of the worst. Um, so don't know how to feel about it. But then on Paradise, they were like, OK, really confusing. Um, but I'm sorry, Chris. I hope I'm sure you'll find somebody lovely someday. But it's just not Crystal. So. Not Crystal. Not going to happen. But I was totally shocked and yeah. I like, and very sad because this is the couple that I've rooted for from the beginning. And this is the only couple in bachelor history that I have rooted for from the beginning. And that's Ashley and JP and they are splitting up and I am so sad about it. That's that is sad. Very depressing. Yeah. They were, yeah. they were lovely. I don't know. It really bums me out. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, the whole crystal thing that was just that that was going to blow up at some point. It was just waiting for the ticking time bomb. But they were like yeah, a, yeah. they were like a strange match from the beginning. I was like very confused by that whole thing. Yeah, it so. didn't make any sense. And they're both very volatile people. It just yes. was not working for me. They make me anxious. 
But yeah, yes. and then you, get a, then you get a good couple breaking up, and that that hurts. That one hurts. Yeah, they're both like solid, lovely people, you know, at least from the outside. Who knows? Um, but I, from what I can see, they're they're they were a lovely couple. I really I liked JP from moment one, and I mean, so far, I mean, you never know how these things progress, but so far, their breakup message to the world has been very nice. You know, mm-hmm. it's amicable. We have just grown apart as we have gotten older. It's like nobody did anything bad. You know, nope. this is the story yep. they're putting out there. I'm inclined to believe it. Um, you know, you you go through a lot. You go through, you know, having some kids. There's the pandemic. You know, JP had that. Um, didn't he have like, well, it wasn't Graves' disease. Was it? No, it was Myasthenia gravis, right? Like, um, or which oh, I can't remember. He had some like autoimmune something or whatever yeah. that, that was like really, really, um, hit him hard and, and fast and like took him out. I think those are the kinds of things that like wake you up and you're either like, oh, wow, I really want to be with this person forever. Or you're like, oh, wow. Like, is this the rest of my life? Yeah. Yeah. So that could have I mean not just not to say that that was the thing but they had said something like this had kind of been coming for a while or whatever um but I didn't know I believed in them so I am a sad person uh but I hope they both find happiness um they I hope this stays lovely for everyone involved and and um that they can find their way out of it with with grace and mutual respect I'm yeah, rooting for you, good. Ashley and JP. I really am. I feel um, like I'm more upset than they are. <laughs> you're what? I said I feel like I'm a little bit more upset about it than they are. They seem super. I feel chill like that too. <laughs> I'm like, love is dead. Um, <laughs> Don't you guys are no, do- die with me. <laughs> do I have to just root for like Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban now, or like what? What? What oh, do God. I have left? What do I have left, really? I mean, I do really I think their relationship's really cute. That's my point. They're just cute I together. I um the Keith Urban part of that just rubs me the wrong way. I know they're they're fine people, but Keith Urban, God. I know, but I think it's cute that she really does like his music and, and she like dances around to it like a lame mom. I think that's adorable. Yeah. Like that's, that's how you know very love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just like, I like that she just becomes like a very normal human being around him. I think that's cute. Um, Anyway, Nicole Kidman, I know you're a big fan of our podcast. So, (laughs) all right. Uh, I'll never stop telling that (laughs) joke. Uh, Okay, so we have some uh, low budget group dates again. (laughs) This episode. Do we ever. And God, did I hate this first segment so fucking much. I hated it with every fiber of my being for every reason that could possibly exist. Um, Because we've seen this kind of thing. And usually what we'll get is like a celebrity couple, right? So we had like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis do this segment a couple seasons ago. But now... We get Dollar Tree version of Ashton and Mila. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Jared and Ashley I. Yay for us. Hooray. Goody. Um uh, I just I don't oh, I'm gonna say something that's mean. Um, <laughs> Go for it, Sammy. 
Okay, okay. I feel, I feel like I liked Ashley I more when she was just crying all the time. <laughs> I don't know how I mean, to deal with her when she's happy. I just like don't understand it. My brain well, doesn't. I have a follow up question for you, Sammy. Is yeah. it still mean if you're right? Because I, <laughs> really, I find no flaws in that. That's yeah. I just like <laughs> I actually really enjoyed Ashley High when she just would cry all the time, especially that one season when she was very determined not to do it, and her sister was <laughs> also on the show, and they both mm-hmm. cried. Oh yeah, the good <laughs> that stuff. was the best television ever. Because she was like, "I am not doing it this time. I'm going to be." cool i'm not gonna fucking cry and then just, and then it's just her and her scissor oh, i was like oh this is so good um so it's still and maybe it's like that same like smug vibe i get off of of um claire you know where it's like well mm-hmm. i'm married now and nothing can touch me so yeah 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 i found my grown-ass man so why don't we do a competition where you can find out who are the grown ass men and who are the man children let's do this thing it's an interesting way to measure that by the way (laughs) yeah how do they determine they are okay wait okay let me ask you what do you what do you think you would do if you were the bachelorette and you had to determine who a grown ass man was what kind of what kind of test would you put them through i i would ask them to uh make a household budget um Uh, yes. Give them a list of of chores and or errands to complete in a timely manner. Um, I would ask them for advice on a serious adult topic, and they, I would watch to see if they listened patiently and offered me any sort of wisdom or insight. All this is okay. not good for television, by the way. No, this, but these are good. Te- so I would, um, I would be like, we're at a. Gr- I would. Um, Make a simulation of a group dinner, and mm. I would make them have to figure out the tip for the whole table. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah, a really I, good one. I would definitely do that because I, yeah, I have um, reconsidered or ended relationships because of someone's inability to tip or their inability to handle the bill. Um, <laughs> I'm usually the one who handles the bill. Let's put it that way. but. I like it when someone else can do that. You got a calculator in your pocket. It's you got a phone. It can do all of these things. You can even download. It's not hard, but everybody gets paralyzed by it. And I'm like, it's not that I was a server. It's fine. I got this covered. We can do that. Everything's cool. Um, um, I see what their POS machine is, so I know what it's capable of. So I'll tell you what we need to do for that machine. Um, and they're based on their policy. You know, you gotta you gotta think that way. But anyway. Yeah, if they if they volunteer to take that on, that's great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would have them. I I like the idea of yeah, like getting their advice on an important topic. I like that. I think I would maybe have them do something like either clean the gutters or reorganize a room. Um, mm. yeah, I would have. <laughs> I would have, and I, you know what I could do is I could say, how would you redecorate this room uh, with oh, anything like from Wayfair? <laughs> and then if they, and, and then if they made it, um, like my boyfriend says, um, farmhouse industrial, I would, I would remove them from the show immediately. <laughs> Reclaimed wood and Edison bulbs. 
Yeah, he's like, what even is that? Everybody's doing it, but it's not even a thing. And that's that's his major gripe. Um, yeah, I would. Oh, and you know what I also do? I would um, have them write a professional email. Oh, that that's a good didn't, one. That didn't make me feel shitty, but also wasn't too casual. I like that. That's yeah, good. you have to put at least two exclamation points in, or I think you hate me. Um, but <laughs> if you're overly, if you're overly informal with me, um, I'm going to think you don't respect me as a woman. So yeah. that would be a really good <laughs> test as well. It is, it is a, uh, it's, it's a very difficult tightrope to, to walk. You know, we got to do it every day. That's the hardest I, part. Yeah. It's so bad. Cause like, so I like there, there are people at work that I know for a fact do not hate me. And in fact, it is the opposite. They they really value me. <laughs> they tell me this. They tell me this to my face a lot. Like, I really value this was amazing. Thank you so much for doing it. Like, I feel very appreciated. But if but every time I get an email back from them that says K <laughs> or sure, sure, I die inside. I die inside. And I know I shouldn't take it personally because I know outside of that. Everything is a-okay. But if I get something like that, I'm like, oh, they don't actually like it. Because that's what I would send to somebody mm-hmm. if I was mad. Oh, I if I send somebody like, a K or a sure, whew, they better die I'm like inside. so pissed. Yeah, like if I, if I don't send you back an exclamation point with what I'm writing, like I'm either preoccupied and like busy with something else and I'm just trying to get things out in as few words as possible, which is usually – when I'm receiving an email that I know that that's the situation or I'm like so mad at you. And one of my, one of my friends actually made that joke when he was like introducing me to a group of people. (laughs) He was like, she can make you feel really small just by leaving an exclamation point off of her email. Then you'll know she hates you. And I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) I felt very seen. I was like, that is true. (laughs) Oh my god! He's like, so you do not want to piss her off because it is chilling. And I was like, oh. <laughs> um, so anyway, well, we're dumb. The real sign of maturity is your ability to take things off of a breakfast buffet and bring it to a woman in bed. Yeah. Like, okay. And answer healthcare. math problems. Okay. So let's talk about the math problems first, um, and like the spelling questions and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, my favorite thing is like, and I knew, I was like, oh, this is a very good edit. Um, You know, when Bennett was like, well, I mean, you know, I went to Harvard, so (laughs) 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 this isn't going to be a problem for me. I was like, oh, he's going to fuck things up. And then sure enough, there he was fucking things up. And I love that he was like, well, actually, I think that question was worded very poorly. So you should probably reword that question. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is how you got out of assignments at Harvard. I get it. Um, so, like, you know, he's the one who wrote the essay that, that was like, you know, I refuse to answer this essay question because of, you know, X, y, this, and this, and this. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, all right, punk, you know, here's an A. Um, so I loved that, that he fucked up all the math problems and he couldn't spell limousine. And then... Who was it who was like, I'm from ASU, so 
and I'm getting them right. And I was like, he's like, I was drunk all through college and I got them right. So what's your deal? (laughs) Who was that? Do you remember? I do not remember which one it was, but I do remember that back and forth. Yeah. One of the guys was like, yeah, well, you know, I went to Arizona State and I can spell limousine. So, and I was like, see, that's, but you know, that has been my argument for a really long time. There is, uh, well, and you know, I know that you feel the same way. There is such value in state schools Mm -hmm. and, um, like Ivy League is quite overrated outside of the fact that you can get strong connections at those places and people see Harvard on your, you know, resume. And then they're like, oh, yeah. Harvard. Ooh, you know, but it's boy. like, but it's like, you know what? You just work at the Onion for two years. You get the same amount of doors open to you. Okay. And I did yep. not have to spend, you know, 50-ish or more thousand dollars a year <laughs> at a school. I just had to give out free beer for two years and people are like wow you worked at the onion that's amazing you must be the most interesting person in the world and i'm like yep <laughs> mm-hmm. yes i am so oh, please hire me that. <laughs> yeah so you know that's that's a life hack right there just a just a tip you don't need a cool college just need one cool job and you can write off of that forever yep as i do um so <laughs> Oh, and then the next challenge was like um, a tug of war for roses. Mm-hmm. So that was weird. And they were like yoked to one another and they had to like, it was all about leg strength. Um, And then that's when we learned that Ben has the best legs. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Allegedly. Those and everyone was like, you don't want to mess with Ben's legs because those things are like tree trunks and he never skips leg day. Um, So they do that. And then they, yeah, then they do the breakfast in bed. And okay, here's where the hypocrisy starts. <laughs> if it mm-hmm. didn't start before. Okay. Fuck Chasen. He's so annoying. He's the worst. He's he like me up the wall. He's like an 80s like teen com like romantic comedy villain. Like he's the guy who is like the bully in the high school. He's like the, a, a mean guy from better off dead or something. It's just, he's fucking terrible. And then the way he <laughs> down, like, Oh yeah. Well, uh, buh, uh, like he, he tries to, anytime he gets called out on his shit, he tries to dial it back and act like he's being mature. It's like, no, you're a shithead. And it's literally eating you up inside that you have to even pretend to be mature for five minutes. You are shit chasing. And your name is Chasen. Come on. Name one good person named Chasen. I haven't met one. Um, yeah. I mean, it's funny. We just rewatched Better Off Dead like last weekend. Um, and he's totally like that skier dude, you know? Like, yeah, that's who he uh, is. Like, yeah, it's just, you know, just like, oh, look it. It's the Wienermobile. <laughs> you know, you're just like, shut mm. up. Like, who cares <laughs> that you can ski the K-12? I don't give a fuck. Okay? I don't give a fuck. Um, can you imagine talking hamburgers? I didn't think so. Yeah. So claymation hamburgers have you interacted with? Chase yeah. get the fuck away from me. Um, so <laughs> I have a whole lot of thoughts about Better Off Dead. We don't have to get into it right now. Um, but he he is so the worst. And and here's the annoying thing, because he like he's I mean, he's like um, so many people in this country right now who are blind to their own hypocrisy. And I'm like, do you not see yourself? Do you not hear yourself talking? You, you're you doing the thing that you're saying that other people are doing. I'm going crazy. I don't – this doesn't make sense. 
Um, but he <laughs> wore like nothing and was like, I'm your breakfast. Ooh. Eat this big sausage lady. Yeah, I'm your breakfast. And then Bennett gets in a robe and also serves breakfast. And he was like, I have been yes because I'm fancy and I flew them in all the way I from Norland. Yeah. From Cafe du Monde, because I subscribe by things on Gold Belly. Uh, we need to talk about also my obsession with Gold Belly. And like, I know that if I was a really, really rich person, I would custom order all kinds of fucking bougie food from Gold Belly <laughs> all day long. Does anybody is, else get those ads all the time? I, I don't I don't get them, but I have received a, uh, a Gold Belly package before, and it was lovely. It was like the nicest thing. Um, but yeah, I got um, a, a package of Heggie's pizza, oh, <laughs> which is a so uh, Minnesota fancy. delicacy. Like, yeah, it's very fancy. I almost ordered a pack of bagels from Essa Bagel, and I might still do it. It's um, just hilarious, though, because you're like, you're like, okay, I really want this. And then they're like, you, you really want to spend $50 for two frozen pizzas? And you're like, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah I do. I'm glad someone committed to that for me. That was like one of the... the kindest gifts i have ever received yeah i've been thinking i'm like you know my boyfriend's always like i don't know what to get you and i'm like and i did tell him about this not too long ago but i i might make a bigger deal about it like you seriously don't know like if you buy bougie food for me something that i would never spend my own money on um I will love you forever. Like that is the coolest thing. And they have so many good things on there. But anyway, so we know that Bennett is the kind of guy who totally orders from Gold Belly. Mm-hmm. Like all the time. Yeah. And so he would be the guy that'd be like, yeah, you know what I did? I I ordered those bagels from Essa Bagel and I got you the scallions bread because I know you love it. And, you know, here you go. And amazing like just legend and so he did like he did almost the same thing that chasen did that's my point and then chasen was like well why is he wearing a robe he's not following the rules and i was like you didn't follow the rules you were the one who was like first you were like i'm the food and i was just like like this is the same thing i don't get it i don't get it um but anyway, whatever doesn't matter because Bennett, even though he didn't participate in the tug of war because he was like, oh, old football injury. And <laughs> <laughs> which is also oh, old injuries happening this episode. Such a Bennett thing to say. Yeah. Well, you know that. Well, if I didn't have that old football injury, you know, playing against Yale, uh, I would totally. <laughs> Get out there. Uh, and then he uh, and then he failed at the math. But just because he was like, here, here I am in a robe with beignets. And also, do you remember? I'm fucking loaded. Okay. And this remember what I said about why I thought Tasha would like Bennett? She said it herself. She was like, listen, Bennett's bougie and I'm bougie. So that's amazing. And I'm all about it. And I was like, <laughs> hello. That's what I say. I was like, she's kind of fancy, and like, hey, she's gonna like that smoke show. Okay, just don't call her a smoke show. Um, she's you know that's like she likes that stuff. She likes feeling like taken care of, and who wouldn't? I mean, honestly, but 
she doesn't hide that kind of stuff. So I appreciated that she was just like, yeah, that went a long way. So like, that's all you needed to do to win. You didn't win any other round, but you won that. So that's more impressive, honestly. Um, but Chasen's just like, whatever. And then Ed wins the man child award. Poor guy. Um, but he did really take it in stride. And I do agree with him. I think she picked him because she knew he would think it was funny. Not like as like a mean thing. Yeah. He was just like, whatever. I'm going to be cool with this baby. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> fine. And, and Tasha was like, I thought that was actually kind of funny and cute. And he's like taking it well. And I appreciate that. So that was like a good, a good play on his part. The only yeah. good play he made. Uh, in this episode, he's such a blockheaded lunk. It's amazing. He is. He is. He looks like like an off Broadway production of Grease, and and they needed like a greaser guy to dance in the background with giant muscles. He's just got this weird like yeah. back hair and this this strange oblong head. I don't know. He's he's something a sight to behold. Yeah, he is. But I don't know. I I don't mind him at all. Um, Beefcake John but- Travolta, man. <laughs> But yeah, so um so they get to like the party afterwards and um Chasen like swoops in. Well, so this was kind of weird. That it was just kind of like awkward because I think no one knew what was coming. And she yeah. sat down and Bennett was like, Hey, can I steal you? And she was like, Oh, I actually and she's like, uh, 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 I have to like do this thing first. I gotta do the talking thing. I don't think he was being that you know rude or whatever i think he was just yeah. trying to get the jump on it because he knows how that that happened like i didn't i didn't read it as like being a dick or whatever but the thing that was dickish is that he had said like hey can i grab you and she was like let me just do this first and then chasen was like you know what i'm gonna take you actually and i was like well that is kind of shitty because someone else did say like hey can I, you know can i grab you and i would have been like well i'm gonna defer to the first person who said something you know yeah. um so that was kind of weird. And then Bennett was just, you know, and then they they were using the term grown ass man for the rest of the night, which I really could have done without. Um, but Bennett was like, oh, well, a grown ass man, you know, waits his turn. <laughs> He's patient in lines. OK, that's really the sign of a. that's true. If I was like around a man who was like getting all huffy in a line. That would yeah. work for me. That's no, not cute. No, no, so. not at all. Not at all. Easy. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Whatever about Chasen. Um, Tasha seems to like Ben at this point, and they're like, you know, making out and whatever, and they make each other nervous. Um, so that's cute. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. And while this is happening, Ed and Chasen are starting to argue. And I think, so this is when I started to see the issue because um, with, uh, wait, who was being called out? Oh my God, I'm forgetting wow. now. Who was getting called out last episode? Kenny was calling him out. Oh, Jesus. Um, I do not remember. I'm I'm blanking as well. It wasn't Noah. It was. Oh God! This is so bad. It was one episode ago. Hold on, let me look. Let me look at my notes. Um. Oh. No, wait. Hold on. Oh, Spencer. Spencer, that's the one. There we go. Spencer was like absent from this episode, basically. 
Yeah. And now we're on to Jason. So that was what was confusing. But anyway, um I get all these white guys confused. Also thing- like look at look at a picture of Zach from this season and look at a picture of Jay from this season. And you could even look at Jason who got eliminated early. There's like five guys in this season that are actual like just twins of each other. It's, <laughs> just it's clones. Yeah. Um just white guy muscle clones. <laughs> so yeah, um, so this the thing that was good about like when Spencer got called out, multiple people jumped in and mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, you're annoying as fuck. <laughs> like nobody likes you. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was like it wasn't anybody was was like fighting that alone. Like Riley was kind of the one who had the main beef with him. But Kenny jumped in and was like, you know what? You're kind of a dick. So <laughs> so if there had come if it had come to pass that there would have been more issues, then it's like a numbers game. And mm-hmm. if you have multiple guys coming forward saying that, yeah, this person is a problem in the house, then chances are none of you are going to get eliminated. But, yeah, but with Jason and Ed, it was just the two of them going at it. Yes. And then it's like my word against his, but it does seem like some of the guys aren't cool with Chasen and they're annoyed with him too, but they're not saying anything for some reason. I'm not sure why. Um, so when Ed put himself out there and said something like that to Chasen, then it's like, okay, now you're in the danger zone and I smell a two on one date coming eventually if you two keep this up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that's, I that's thought, exactly I thought they were going to both get eliminated during the cocktail party or one of them was going to get eliminated. So I was kind of surprised that they both made it through. Yeah, that, that was, that was odd to me. The whole arc of, of their conflict is very odd because it doesn't seem like Tasha has a ton of interest in either one of them. Like it seems like she's physically attracted to Chasen, but Ed is just kind of hanging out there. I don't see a lot of chemistry between the two of them. No, this feels like a lot of producer meddling to me. Just, you know, let these guys just cruise along. Doesn't fucking matter. Let's just keep them here for the funsies. Uh, I mean, look they at, don't have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at who she let go. I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because they mean, were n- nobodies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nobody. Like, we don't know who it was because it was a no. They were nobodies. They didn't even have exit interviews. They were just gone. Just gone. So. Just gone. Yeah, it was funny because I was like, wait, did I miss something? And I was like, wait, no, I didn't. They just didn't, they didn't show anything. Okay, great. Um, so we're we're still at that stage because we added more guys that she's just like, bye. And like, we don't care. Um, and there are still guys hanging out in the periphery where every once in a while when they get interviewed, I'm like, wait, where'd you come from? Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't know, know who you are. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, like Jordan C when he was and this is at the end. I kind of remember him, but not that much. Ivan as well. Like they started to show up this episode and they were kind of in like the first episode. But in between, don't remember them at all. Um, uh, Jordan Ivan, a little wiener. That's the only reason I remember him because well, he's <laughs> God. Wait, no, Jordan C, the widow. Uh, wait, we're talking Jordan Chapman. The, the uh, African American gentleman with glasses. Yeah, I think so. But is there okay. another Jordan? I don't so, think he's a weenie. 
Oh, he's a weenie. Okay, here's why. Ready? Here's the weenie setup. <laughs> I don't wait. I didn't know he was a weenie. Now I feel okay. I like tell me why. I don't think he's a weenie. That was very passionate. <laughs> All right, here's why he's a weenie. I just like guys in glasses. <laughs> he gets. This is later on in the night when uh, we have an interloper on the group date, Mr. Mustache himself, Noah. Oh, oh right, 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 right. Okay, I know and what Noah you're saying. Noah interrupts Jordan. And Jordan is in the middle of this of a sentence, which I will paraphrase, but I'm going to give you the essence of it. Well, just so you know, I'm a Leo, and that means that I'm fiercely loyal. Like that, he says it like just like that. Wait, I thought he said he was a widow. No, he said he's a Leo. I thought he said he's a Leo. He said he was a widow, and I was like, or like a widower, I guess. Oh my god! He's a Leo, a Leo, dude. Okay, Um, he is a weenie. I thought he said. I thought he. Had a spouse at a very young age, and the spouse died, no. and that was that, what that my brain no. heard. And I was like, "How could you interrupt a serious conversation like that?" So my interpretation of the scene was completely different. No, he's a weenie. Yeah, he's a weenie. Bringing okay. up that he's then, a Leo and he's Leo. fiercely lo- which isn't even like a Leo thing, like whatever. Which now you're making me double, double like think about everything that I've I've considered about Jordan. No, so his wait, what's thing, his yeah. birthday? Hold on. <laughs> Jordan Patman birthday. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm on his. I, I'm on his wiki. Um, he gets interrupted and and just totally gets Tasha taken away from him. And then they do the little like one on one interview with him, and he's like, "Well, I just I just think that that what Noah did was was really not nice, and uh, I wish he wouldn't do that." It's like way to not stand up for yourself, Mister Leo. Hold on, I'm looking this up because now there is there was a death in his family. Hold on. Because I, I heard something completely different. Wait, is this him? Was he a football player? Oh, He's a software account executive, I believe. That Doesn't is mean that he wasn't New York, a New York. football yeah, player. Okay, former athletes, that's true. Yeah, cool. Okay, wait, hold on. Age. Like birthday. Joe Park, he, former high school player. He's from New York City. Um, he's a little over 3,000 followers on Instagram. He attended Fordham University and graduated with a degree in radio, television, and digital communication in 2015. Um, I can't tell if he's a Leo. When's your birthday, buddy? You said it on the show, maybe. Um, Let's see. So around August, he would have posted something about his birthday. This is good online stalking. Yeah, I'm... Oh, wow. That's a photo. Um, (laughs) Not sure. Not sure. Hard to say. Hard to say. Well, we'll find out in the coming weeks. If it's revealed that he has a uh, a former dead spouse, then I'm a colossal asshole. And if not, then he's a weenie. (laughs) I don't think he has a former dead spouse, but let me tell you what I did read. Um, He said, okay, here's his Wikipedia and like his, you know, bachelor wiki entry. Anyone who says glasses aren't sexy clearly hasn't met Jordan C. When Jordan C. was eight years old, his father suddenly passed away and Jordan became the man of the house, a responsibility he took very seriously at the time and still does to this day. So he could have said something about his mom being a widow. Just saying. Oh, okay. Uh, Jordan C. has built a great life for himself working in the software business and now all he needs is someone to enjoy it with. His perfect woman would have a 
uh, smile that is contagious will accompany him to the gym and will spend hours with him on the couch watching Jim Carrey movies. Just like Jordan C. stepped into the role of man of the house, he's ready to step into the role of husband. The only thing that may get in his way is his older sister, who says he has never liked, or who he says has never liked any girlfriend he brought home. He says that he's, she is just as protective of him, but we can't wait to see what she thinks of Claire. Old entry. Um, so I don't have his birthday um i just have his age and i was looking at his instagram but i can't figure out his birthday from there so he could have though been talking about his mom being a widow just saying mm-hmm. but he also could have been talking here. about being a leo so listen um audience listening audience please uh uh let us know what you heard because i am not going back to that episode so email us at popculturediner at gmail.com and we will hey, read your answers go. on air next week Okay, great. Um, That's popculturediner at gmail.com because I'm not buying a domain yet. Um, (laughs) A domain email at least. So that is a thing that I know now. Wait, I said Fordham University. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm still still stalking. Um, And now it's oily boy time. Oily boy time. Okay, okay. So, all right. I... How did you feel about this segment? Let's let's ask you oh, first. I have you a lot of feelings about, about this segment. Okay, share One, them. It does not make any sense. Uh, I get that they do these kind of challenges where it's just like, ooh, like kind of scary, extreme physical thing, fun, bonding. This is, it, it's dangerous and it's stupid. So you have two trainers. One is former WWE champion Lita, who is a WWE wrestler, not a like cage fighter, okay? And then you have an MMA fighter, sure. And then we get this little training montage where they learn like a, a double underleg takedown and a couple of other things, given this is kind of a montage sequence. So maybe they were training for eight hours. Regardless of that, they aren't given any protective gear. They're just greased up like pigs and then thrown into a makeshift octagon cage where they proceed to beat the crap out of each other and literally every single person who steps in the cage hurts themselves okay and we are not given any sort of like what are the rules what are they doing it it seems like everybody's playing by different rules they are seriously hurting each other here this is not safe it's just stupid um but also ed's a wiener as well putting ed the wiener category sorry (laughs) yeah ed is a wiener let let me paint the ed is a wiener picture for those of you who don't know, um, clearly he's been beefing with Chasen all day, all, all throughout this episode, probably previous days as well. Just constant, constant tension. And of course, the producers set it up so his cage fight, Ed's cage fight, is going to be against Chasen. And Ed, who we have seen lifting he- heavy objects and grunting and doing all kinds of other things throughout this contest, he suddenly says, you know... I have chronic dislocating shoulders. I can't do this. Sorry. He says it literally five seconds before he's supposed to go out. They announce that he's going out and he says no. So he has done the training for the MMA stuff. He's done all these other physical things throughout this show. And he has sat there on the bench waiting for this moment. And then right before he goes, nah, not for me. Now, should he be doing this? No, none of these people should be doing this. However, that being said, Total weenie move. You got to wean out early on here. You can't just 
do everything else and then get up to the, the precipice and then go, no, I'm, I'm the wiener man. It's me, the wiener, Ed. You can't do that. I think, yeah. I mean, I guess I would, I don't know. If you're used to, <laughs> this is going to sound bad. But yeah, either say something about it long before or if you're used to your shoulders dislocating, it would be kind of a badass move to dislocate your shoulder during because you know what that'll give you is extra time. Mm-hmm. Just saying. You just like, you would, oh, I don't want to go to the hospital in uh, quarantine because, uh, uh, you know, I'm here for Tatasha. <laughs> you would get like a lot of extra time with Tatasha if you dislocated your shoulders. Just saying. Be like, like dedicated to You'd be yeah, you. Yeah. She would spend hours with you. She would probably feed you soup. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You should really. You should really think about that closer. Um, just so you all know, I still haven't been able to find Jordan Chapman's birthday, um, but he, um, but I will find it, or at least like a general range, so we can figure out his zodiac. <laughs> um, oh, I should look up Jordan Chapman Leo and see if there's a quote. Um, but yeah, so he did play football anyway. Just so you know, he played at Fordham University, yeah, uh-huh. um, for years, and he and all of his stats are available. In case you're interested, everyone, you can go find them. So that's a thing you can do. I don't understand it. Um, you love looking at football stats, Sammy. That's one of your top five activities. That's one of my top five activities. Um, I mean, well, I don't mind looking at them, but for a random person on a television show, like. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm trying to find a Zodiac sign. I will <laughs> report back if I find it. Um, so, yeah, the Greasy Boys. Um, okay, my favorite person didn't even get to go into the ring, and so I didn't care. He was just on the sidelines cheering with his shirt slightly open. We stand, Kenny. <laughs> I love him. I seriously, I so far, he does not suck. And I just hope that continues. Yeah. Don't disappoint us, Kenny. I really enjoy his presence on the show. Um, He seems like a fun dude. And I just, (laughs) I just, it would have been better if he was one of the people fighting. That's all I'm saying. Whatever. But he did do the dodgeball thing. So I guess we got that. Um, So, yeah, I was like really bored by this group date, to be honest. Um. Oh, and then, but let's talk about the big thing. So, uh, so Ed drops out. Mm-hmm. And so for this final fight, we have Noah jumping in. Yep. Yep. We have literally jumping in. He like literally jumping in. He wasn't supposed to be part of the day and he was like, well, I'll do it. And, you know, with his bad mustache and whatever. Here's another thing that really drives me nuts about Noah. His voice like doesn't match what I think it should be. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I get that. <laughs> it's like too high pitched for the way he looks. Mm-hmm. It it does not it does not make any sense. It's kind of I think that's kind of why old. he grew a mustache because he was like, my voice is too high pitched. I should I'm grow a, a mustache. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I need to look like a grown ass man because I know that's going to be on a future segment. So I'm going to so grow a mustache. I know you hate him and I don't like him, but my thing with Noah is I I I don't don't like him <laughs> like there's, there's something about him he's not villainous i don't think he's just very good at playing the game 
and he is a baby man. Like he's clearly very immature and he has an idea of, he's got a strategy. The mustache was part of the strategy. Not only does it hide the baby face, but it turns into a gimmick, right? Because Tasha remembers him. He's able to use that to kind of take her time away from the other guys. It's good strategy. And he's not a colossal dick about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know that he knows that he's taking time away from the other guys, but he doesn't seem like a bad person. He doesn't seem malicious in what he's doing. I don't I know. If we're talking about weenies, I think he's he's the, you know, he's an L7 weenie. An put L7. it in Sandlot terms. Um, but but like, hold on. For sure. What? I don't know if, is weenie the right term for him though? Because he did, he jumped the cage. He has seized the moment. He is looking for ways to play the game in a smart way. He is assertive. I don't know if it's weenie behavior. He's just, he's a doofus, but. <laughs> I think it's, we. okay, this is what I think is weenie behavior is the whole, he was like very conflicted over the whole shaving his mustache thing. Mm-hmm. And like the way he asked for a kiss after that, I thought was also kind of weenie. Anyway, well, that's just how I, feel. I just don't you like it. You have a kiss me with my mustache. You know, oh, how about that? <laughs> you know it's just like, ugh. Strategy. I'm no, he's so annoyed with you. Yeah. He's more annoying than weenie ish. At least he's, he's not the like the kind of person who like, like, who like, um, uh, overestimates his abilities in the bedroom. Mm. Oh, I'm sure he does for sure. Like, for sure. yeah. And then you're like, oh, that's it. <laughs> like okay yeah no yeah those were tricks i've never seen that before never um ever. like you know he's like i do this one thing and you're like oh like that one's very standard thing like oh okay <laughs> that's you think that's special for some reason i'm not sure who told you it was um Yo, or baby, how... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna introduce you to something called the uh, missionary position. Uh, yeah, like you're just like, like you're oh, kicked out of the church. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Um, that is the vibe that I get from him, and yeah. so I just don't like it. <laughs> and totally and fair. also, you can tell like that he uses his mustache as like part of his personality, and it is like a very like Samsony thing. That when she shaves it, it's like he immediately like becomes more sheepish, and I'm like, no thanks, um, don't like that. And then I felt bad last night because I texted you <laughs> in all caps, shave that mustache, and then I was like, wait, maybe he's not watching the show right at this moment, <laughs> and he doesn't oh. know that I'm talking about Noah and not him. And so then I felt the need to clarify. Um, but I, I, totally fine. I what I liked was, um, that Tasha did exactly what I would have wanted to do. She was just like, we're getting rid of that immediately. We're just not even, that's not even, no, I hate it. And she just used her power to make him shave his mustache. And that is big dick energy. Yeah, if I've ever seen it. For sure. And, for sure. and maybe that's why I think he's a weenie because he's up against Tasha, who's just like, we're doing this right now. And he was like, oh, yes, dear. Um, yes, ma'am. Yeah, whatever you say. Um, <laughs> so and then and then she pulls another move like that with Brendan. And she, he just keeps she just kisses him to shut him up. And she's like, you were just like talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, just staring at the TV. Been heavy with shit, too. It's like every topic, he's just like, so remember how we're both divorced? Do you want to talk about that more? It's like, dude, she's, she's not She's like, therapist. nope, I'm trying to make out with you, dumbass. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Um, she's like, you're just like, you're just too, there's too much of this and not enough of this. So <laughs> just went in there <laughs> and kissed. And so, yeah. And then this is, so then we're at the, the ending part with yeah the Jordan stuff and the shaving stuff. Um, oh yeah, and my favorite part of the whole thing because this is a nice little gag they had running through here where uh, Army Ranger veteran Ben, uh, who I will refer oh, to yeah. now on as Sergeant Sad Boy, he's <laughs> talking know. about poor Ben. He's talking about real. how he's he's like I just know I'm going to have this magical connecting moment with Tasha tonight and I'm going to get the rose and everything's going to be perfect. I can just feel it. And I am willing this into existence. Doesn't even get to talk to her. He's like the only one who doesn't talk to her. Not even two seconds with her. It is incredible stuff. Sergeant sad boy doesn't do well, anything. And then, she, and then she was like, well, I really expected you to come get me. So that yep. sucks for you. And I was like, Whoa. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm bad and she was like really liking him like she was like she got all like goofy about him you know she's like i'm smitten i don't know this guy is a real something you know and she was just like yeah and then she's like well you didn't come find me so um you're gonna have to pack your bags and go Mm, looks like mission failure sergeant yeah I Sorry think next week is not going to go so well for Ben. Um, what are your predictions for next week in terms of, is there going to be a new villain? Is there going to be new, com- are they just going to switch it out on us every week? Or is the Chasen and Ed stuff going to go to a head? Are we going to have a two-on-one? What do you think? Yeah, I, I think Chasen and Ed, that's going to that's gonna continue to build. That's like, that has to, absolutely has to. Other villain front runners, we have Noah, who I don't think he has it in him to be a convincing villain. Um, Spencer, I think would be, uh, uh, you know, he could, he could make his comeback, but also he's kind of forgettable. Obviously we forgot about him. Um, uh, dark horse <laughs> candidate for villainy, uh, Kenny, something, something could happen with Kenny. I don't want something I to happen. I really with don't want yeah. anything to happen. I don't want, I don't want Kenny to be like the next Tammy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that and would I be really see, sad for me. I, I like Riley a lot. I think he's funny and I think yeah, he's a too. dude, but also I think they could easily do a villain edit of Riley because he doesn't give a fuck and yeah. you know, he could, he could make some sad white boys uh, feel a little, little uncomfortable. I could see that. I, happen. I would love to see Riley come more into his own, even if it means mm-hmm. he leaves. Um, yeah. Cause I think he'll get a lot of love for that. So even if he ended on like, I not to like the degree of being, I was going to say like, kind of like, I don't feel like John Paul Jones uh, really got even though he got like a villain edit, it really didn't touch him that much. No. I don't, you know, I don't really think it affected his like fans, you know, or like his fav the favor towards him. I think people yeah. still root for him because he's very lovable. I don't think Riley is at that degree, but I think he's funny and mm-hmm. interesting enough that if he kind of like put some people in their place, um, I don't think he would like lose a lot from that yeah, so well, i agree i agree so, that'd be kind so of fun. We have those candidates for like the, the, the there's two types of bachelor villains there's the bad boy and the sad boy so we've got <laughs> our bad boy candidates to what degree we can have them. and jason clearly leading the pack in the bad boy 
uh, category. And then the sad boy category, we have uh, Sergeant Sad Boy himself, Ben Smith. And then Dark Horse on the sad boy side is definitely Blake. I could see Blake having some like mental break where he's just like, no, I must love passionately. And he gets like just too attachy and, and too just bleh, too soon. And then he gets rejected a little and then he goes into sad boy villain. So uh, again, mm. just, just spitballing here. But but who do we think is actually like a front runner at this point? Do we have any? I mean, besides like, yeah, because like Ben seemed to be doing okay. I think, like I said, I think Bennett is going to be sticking around for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it would end up, you know, at the end with, but I feel like some of the best guys haven't gotten a lot of airtime. At least some of the best guys, like in my opinion, like did, we barely saw Easy this episode, barely. Oh no, I, I was afraid. I thought he got sent home at first, and I was just like, oh no, he's just no. And then it's like you're like, oh, there he is in the corner of the TV. Do you see him there? He is. <laughs> like he was just kind of like in in the periphery, and he was in one of the competitions, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. But we yeah. barely saw him. Um, so you know, it was like Spencer looked like he was doing well. Easy looked like he was doing well. And we didn't see either of them. Um, uh, yeah, we well, barely I, saw Kenny. Hmm? Uh, yeah, as far as like remaining guys, uh, Brendan will probably do okay. Uh, He'll make it also, to maybe final four. Yeah, I just maybe. don't think there's enough there. Right now, it seems like it's Bennett's game to lose. Uh, yeah. We'll see. we'll see. Yeah, Bennett Bennett could definitely make it into the final four. Um, yeah, I'm just not sure about the other guys because I feel like She's still feeling it out and she'll be like, and so I like are we. This person. I mean, we and then it's like, I've like, ignored them. <laughs> like, I like this person. I've completely ignored them. It's not like with Claire, obviously, where it was like she was laser focused on one guy. And sometimes in the shows, you'll see them start to get laser focused on one guy, but I don't even feel like she has had that happen because it's not like, I don't think she's given out like a date rose to the same person twice yet that I remember. It's like been kind of all over the board. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we'll see more of Easy, though, because they seem to have a good thing going. We'll see more of Brendan and, yeah, and Bennett, but I just don't know about the rest. Yep. Okay. Possible. <sighs> it's, it's anybody's game at this point, kids. <laughs> so um, next time, well, we should we should have one more episode right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think um, so. yeah. So that'll be good. Um, but until then, you know, if you're if you're planning your meals, um, you know, plan alone. <laughs> plan, plan alone. Um, yeah. Right now, I'm working on a Thanksgiving activity um, on the internet online, and I want to do like a Thanksgiving food bracket. Um, so if you have any oddball foods that you would like to see thrown into a Thanksgiving food bracket, that you, that are standard at your family gatherings, but are maybe not necessarily standard for everybody, but you feel like they should be, and there's an argument for them being on everyone's table, um, send those to popculturediner at gmail.com because I am finishing up the bracket and I want it to, I want there to be like a couple curveballs in there where you're like, does someone really have this for Thanksgiving? And then I can be like, yeah, so-and-so sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> they said that it was, it was, yeah, they eat gummy bears like they do, or no, jelly beans like they do in Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Okay. 
mm-hmm. and popcorn. All right. Popcorn, yeah. Yeah. So that's the way it rolls at their Thanksgiving. And so I added it in the bracket. Um, but anyway, be safe, everyone. Uh, it's scary out there. And I just want everyone to be well and safe. And if you have puppies, hug them. Yeah. And don't do needle drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Never gonna not be funny. <laughs> <laughs>